It's going to dictate what you do do, what you don't do. It's going to dictate the places you go. The pl- You know, it, it really it helps you stay on track. It's not just about the checking of the number or saying, okay, well, five down, three to go this quarter. It also helps you understand what you should be doing and what you shouldn't. A little bit due to me as well, like overly focused on long term it was basically 1% improvement per day. Eventually you'll succeed rather than now. It's very, very, very regimented in terms of daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly tangible results. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, (laughs) and your wealth. You pull together, young Padawan. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, episode number 1393, When You Change, Everything Else Does Too. I actually listened to that on my way down to Alan's house today because we're still having audio issues and... I want to make sure the audio quality is good because it has been garbage lately, and my apologies for that. Garbage. Garbage. Today, for episode number 1,394, a simple way to break your goals down. We talk about goals a lot. We talked about dreamlining a couple weeks ago, but we have uh, something to go a little bit deeper on based on what we talked about then. Also, real quick, happy Monday. Oh, I figured it out. Okay, so Kevin and I were talking about this. We had this idea last week. I came across a book called 25, the 25 year framework or something like that. And he said that if you were to think about the next 25 years, how old will you be in 25 years? And he said that 25 years is actually 100 quarters. Mm -hmm. And you and I talked about how I recommended another book to you called the 12 week year. And the 12 week year, the premise is very simple. Imagine if you could achieve as much as someone else in three months, in 12 weeks, as someone else takes them a whole year. And that's really what this episode is about. So at NLU, what we've started doing with my clients, the NLU team, Kevin and myself, is we've been breaking our goals down into quarterly goals, 90-day goals. And group coaching is also every quarter. So we're doing that with group coaching now as well. Not 15 goals, not 25 goals, not five goals, three goals. I think one is too few and five is too many. I really, really do. And I'm, I'm basing that off of a lot of data of coaching so many different people all over the world now. And I think one, if you only focus on one goal, it's not enough to where you feel like you're really maximizing your potential. But if you focus on five or more, you get spread really thin and you end up achieving almost none of them, at least within that quarterly framework. And so what I've done, what Kevin's done is we've broken our goals down into quarterly goals and only three. Um, If you want to, you can do health, wealth, and love, one under health, one under wealth, one under love. And I guess just make sure they're measurable though. And I also did write a blog as well. If you want to go step by step and learn the process on how to actually do this. It's, I like it because it allows me to think short term Mm -hmm. and I am a natural short term term thinker anyway. So think of it this way. Instead of saying, 
uh, I guess what's a good, let's use one of your clients as an example. What is a client goal that you have seen that would be relatable to the audience? So one of my clients wanted to lose 22 pounds in six months. And so in this case, she would lose 11 pounds in the first quarter. Mm. And so 11 pounds in one quarter would mean about a pound a week. And so it makes it much simpler. Yeah. Are you on track or off track? So you step on the scale each day, you put it in a spreadsheet, you track it, maybe you write it in a notebook, and then you just check, like, am I on average doing a pound a week? And if I am, I'm on track, great. If I'm not, I either have to train more or I have to eat less. What are you tracking? <laughs> a lot. No, no, like, what are the, I guess, what are the th- the three? Yeah. So the, uh, are you going to look? Do you yeah, need to look? Okay. I was going to. The, so the three, right now, the three things, and again, we're tracking a lot more than just three, but the three things that we're really, really focused on based on what we're talking about today, for me, it's number of podcasts gone on, number of new NLPS clients, and what is the other one? I can look the other one up. Oh, total listens. Yeah. Listens. And in your defense, we just created these yeah. at the beginning of Q3. So for those of you also who don't think in quarters, it would actually be extremely powerful for you to start doing that. There's a lot of different frameworks for like fiscal year and all kinds of stuff, but don't complicate it with any of that because Australia does a fiscal year that's different than the US, it's different than, and, and different than Canada. What I do is January, February, March is Q1. And then you've got, (laughs) yeah, there we go. April, May, June is Q2, which we just ended. July, August, September is Q3. And then October, November, December is Q4. And I try to think about my goals now in quarters. I've I've found that extremely helpful, honestly. Hmm. I've noticed that you're more motivated as well. Well, it breaks them down. It's almost like if you wanted to run, let's just say you wanted to run... A mile a day, 365 miles over the course of a year. Doing one out of 365 is not super motivating. But if you broke it down to, okay, how many do I have to do in the next 90 days? I think it just makes the goals seem more reachable. And I also think you get the, the little dopamine hit of saying, oh, another one, oh, another one, oh, another one. And it's just more, it's more sustainable. I am really on this kick that most of us have been lied to when it comes to goal setting. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think the goal is achievable, you're not going to take action in the first place. So I think this helps. It's just how do we break it down to its smallest parts, measure it that way, and actually create motivation, momentum, and inspiration every time we accomplish it, not, okay, one down, 99 to go. All right, two down, 98 to go. I think it just makes it more bite-sized. Now, you're still accomplishing the same amount. You're still shooting for the same goal, but... It's just not all at once. So it's little by little by little. And I just think that it's it's just more realistic that way. One perfect example is for coaching and consulting, which is a department at NLU, my peak performance coaching, I do CEO coaching, I do peak performance coaching, and then I do business consulting. And I also do relationship talks coaching. So I've been doing a lot of that. But in that department, I wanted to get 12 clients in Q3 which sounds like a lot, but really it's just one new client per week. And so if I can manage to get one new client per week, I'm actually ahead of schedule Mm. or on schedule, I should say. And so far I already have one and there's 83 days left in the quarter. So I'm on schedule. 
How <coughs> I swallowed something. <coughs> How have your clients in the past? <laughs> excuse me how have your clients in the past tracked their progress or like what were they doing before this honestly they weren't benchmarking against anything real i think that that's one of the biggest problems i want to tell this story briefly so i i have a client who i've been celebrating a lot lately bianca she she just lost 22 pounds in 20 weeks and that was actually the same person that i was referencing and 20 weeks is a little bit less than a half a year. So I was trying to fudge the numbers to make it fit the example, but it was 22 pounds in 20 weeks. And it was basically a little more than a pound a week. And I remember we were on a session and she was asking me about her calories and training and what should I shift? And, you know, am I on track or off track? And I looked at her spreadsheet and I said, I need to look at the numbers. I looked at the numbers and I said, um, okay, so you're a little bit behind based on the numbers. It tells me that you have been missing workouts. She's like, yeah, I missed like two or three. And I was like, okay, if you're going to miss workouts, you have to eat a little bit less if you want to stay on track. But then I ended up saying, okay, I want to check in on your commitment. And that was what I said in my head. I didn't say that to her. And then what I said to her was this, is I said, I'm going to ask you a question and, I, and you're not allowed to check notes. You're not allowed to check your calendar. How many days are left in your cut? And she literally sent me a picture of her whiteboard and it said 54 days left. And I was like, you're going to win. What I mean by that is, and I've been doing this thing lately on my peak performance tracker. I have every single day. I do my top three gratitudes. I have all my clients doing this as well, by the way. Kev, are you doing this? Mm -mm. No, we, we canned it off. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Cause you have like too there many habits. Yeah, there was too many habits. So I have top three gratitudes. What are the top three things that I'm the most grateful for today? The second one is top three milestones, which is essentially what we're talking about here. Quarterly goals is what I call milestones. So if you do read the blog, you'll realize that it's dreams, which is like a dream statement. Then you have the goals for the, the year. And then you have milestones. Milestones are the quarterly goals. Okay, so I'm writing down what those quarterly goals are. And then I'm doing what's what I'm referring to as the gap and the gain, which is essentially just, okay, perfect example. Quarterly milestone is 12 new clients in coaching and consulting department. The first, the gap is 11 more clients to go and the gain is one client. I've already gained one client. And so I'm writing that out every single day. And to the point with Bianca, with her sending that picture on her whiteboard, the fact that she's erasing the whiteboard once per day and writing that, okay, there's 54 days left. Okay. 53 days left. Okay. 52 days left. There's a reason why people get in shape before their wedding. There's a reason why people get in shape before a fitness show. There's a reason why people succeed and hit deadlines when they're in your job. Think about even in academics back in college or back in high school, there's a deadline that you have to meet and it's like, okay, it's coming up, it's coming up, it's coming up. So you're, it's going to keep you motivated. I do believe human beings are more motivated by the fear of losing than the opportunity of gaining. And when you benchmark up against a quarterly goal, it makes it bite-sized enough for you to actually achieve it and for you to actually make headway. So to answer your original question, Kev, my clients were a little bit due to me as well, like overly focused on long-term mm -hmm. It was basically 1% improvement per day. Eventually, you'll succeed. Rather than now, it's very, very, very regimented in terms of daily, weekly, monthly, and quarterly tangible results. So group coaching was definitely an experience for me. 
getting to know the people was was really really cool everybody's kind of moving towards the same goal and i definitely started to see the value in what kevin and alan were presenting to us ppt for me was something that was really huge i was looking for a system to help me kind of keep track of of the things that I had to do every day to make sure that I was productive. I feel like I got so much value out of it and I am so grateful that I took the leap and I decided to join. I was thinking of it from a day versus an hour perspective. If you, if tomorrow, so if you're watching or listening, say tomorrow, everything got canceled off your calendar and you said, okay, I have a full day to get a bunch of stuff done versus saying I have an hour to get something done. The hour is just way more focused and it's easy to measure. Even you might say, I'm going to get 12 things done today and you might only get two of those things done. But if you said, I'm going to get one of the most important things in the next hour and then you did that every single day, I think I really do. I think now more than ever, we were talking about this where, did we do an episode on this? I did an episode for podcast growth on podcast growth, you on keep it simple. Keep it simple and small. Yeah. And I, I'm just realizing that a lot of people I've worked with, myself included in the past, I'm guilty of just overcomplicating things to the point where I couldn't sustain them. If you need help setting goals, the article is going to walk you through the blog. The Next Level Blog article, blog, is going to walk you through step-by-step step exactly how to do that. And I actually give you examples. Laura's examples are in there. My examples are in there. And then there's one other person. I think it's Amy L., her examples in there, but there's three examples of top three goals, top three milestones, and then actually daily habits. And we also have Kev, there's a digital asset that Jerry Ann created at next level. U of all daily habits under health, wealth, life, and love. And so there's a PDF and there'll be a link in the show notes. You can click it, download the, um, habits. All of these are basically examples of, of habits that people have done in group coaching habits that Kevin and I have done because a lot of people are like, well, where do I start? These are habits that are, that are typical daily habits that are actually sustainable under each of the categories of life, love, health, and wealth. That'll get you started. And then what you're going to find is that when you start going and getting momentum, you'll start to realize, you know what, maybe, maybe instead of 15 minutes at night, I want to do 15 minutes in the morning of reading, or maybe instead of 15 minutes, that's a little too much. I want to do 10 minutes or maybe 10 minutes isn't really doing it. I want to jump it to 20. All of my clients, that's all we're doing. We're getting on some train tracks that we've set up and then getting some momentum. And then along the way, we're really tweaking the system a little bit. But you're never going to tweak and improve a system that you're not able to start. And you're not going to improve a system long term that you can't sustain. So start super, super small. Make it as simple as possible. A lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to set some goals. I'm going to do a full life makeover. I think full life makeovers are disempowering because we see these movie montages where the character finally gets their life together and it's like they're on the treadmill and you see them cleaning their house and you see them winning in their career and focusing on their work and it's like a matter of two and a half minutes and there's music in the background when in real life it's like it's not like that and so just start small build momentum start building some self-belief some self-esteem and just tweak the system along the way and if you need help NLU is the place. We we've got this stuff on lock. This is what we do every single day. You're very tan compared to I am. To, compared to me. <laughs> compared to I am. Why are you so tan? Am I really? Yeah, just judge look at look at your arm. Oh, your I was arm. in the sun a little bit um this weekend. Excuse me. I'm just saying. You have a lot of international clients. Do you know if uh, New Year's resolutions are 
Is that just a United States thing? No, I think that's global. I'm I would be very curious to know if instead of setting New Year's resolutions, people set first quarter resolutions. Yeah. I would love to know because I think that's what happens, right? It's there's a drastic difference between saying I'm going to go to the gym five times a week every single week for the entire year versus saying in the next 90 days, I want to go to the gym 45 times. Yeah. It's just more realistic. Yeah. And and again, I you and I have been talking a lot about this behind the scenes. It's really hard to imagine 12 months from today. A lot can change in a year. You can change your career. You can, there's so much you can change. So just understanding the importance of the small stuff on the day-to-day it's it's hard to equate for that. It might not seem like, oh, well, you know, I'm tracking these three things. Not a lot can happen. A lot can happen. It's going to dictate what you do do, what you don't do. It's going to dictate the places you go. The pl- You know, it, it really, it helps you stay on track. It's not just about the checking of the number or saying, okay, well, five down, three to go this quarter. It also helps you understand what you should be doing and what you shouldn't. I uh, I was in book club and shout out to Jenna. Jenna's in book club. Jenna is a client of mine. And she had said that when she first met me four and a half to five years ago, she didn't believe that she could get her master's degree. And now she got her master's. She had a 4.0. And and she said for a minute, she was actually thinking about getting her, getting her PhD. And I said, Jenna, isn't it so interesting how if you and I had talked about getting your PhD five years ago when we first met, I would have said, you can totally do it. And she would have been like, yeah, I wouldn't have believed you. And it's like, but obviously you could have, it's just too far out. It's too big. It's too grandiose. Whereas if I had said, you can go back to school and get into a master's program versus if I had said, you're going to get a 4.0. Right, right. It's so much pressure, right? Wait, I have to ace every class instead of like, I ha- can I get into the program? Once you get into the program, then it's like, okay, let's see if I can get A's and B's. Oh, okay. I'm getting all A's. Okay. Maybe, let- maybe I can get a 4.0 versus... I'm going to get a PhD with a 4.0 in the next four and a half years. It's one of them is a ton of pressure and it's going to, it's going to potentially hurt your self-esteem and your self-belief. And that's all we really want to do. The goal. And, and even with like when I'm a parent and I plan on it later in life, I'm going to try really hard to do what I do with my clients, which is okay. How do we set a goal that is optimal based on your current capabilities and current self-belief and current self-esteem? I have some clients that can say, you know what, I want to have a net worth of $100 million in the next 25 years. And that is genuinely within their challenge skills sweet spot and they're going to do it and it actually ignites them. There's other clients that are like, no, absolutely not. That's not possible. You, And then there's other clients who it's like, you know, let's just look at these next 90 days, you know, and, and in a year or two, you can probably be a personal trainer. You can probably X, Y, Z. And if you break it down into the tiny t- stair step, you got to figure out what the size of your step is. If you're in front of a staircase and you try to jump up 10 steps, you might fall on your face and then you might not get back up and you might not climb stairs anymore. So figure out whatever that sweet spot is for you. I have been pleasantly surprised with how much more I enjoy my day-to-day life, believe it or not, as someone who normally jumps 10 stairs. Mm. I've been surprised at how much I like quarterly goals, honestly. It's been like really enjoyable because quite frankly, the reason I was doing it is to lead by example with my clients. Because for me, I always like to think 10, 20, 30 years out, but it's been really nice to actually benchmark up against shorter term goals and get some wins. And, and the old me would have said no. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan as well. 
It also creates some level of closure. That's that's the thing I've enjoyed is like fresh starts. Yeah, it's like we just finished a quarter recently, and I was one client off. I, I was I was aiming for twenty two. I think I got twenty one or something, mm-hmm. and. It's like, all right, cool. Back to the drawing board. All right, now it's... Massive failure. Massive failure. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, now it's zero out of that number. Mm-hmm. And it just... It's it's just closure. It's good. It closes the gap. It closes the gap. It closes the difference between where you are and where, where you want to get to. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan as well. Anything you want to add before we go? I think that's it. I would say self-esteem. If your goals what's are your, hurting... What's your next level nugget? Self-esteem. This is... Yeah, this okay, is it. Sorry, this sorry, is sorry, it. Sorry, no, sorry. no, it's so good. I just can't hear myself, so it's, it's yeah, different good. for me. Uh, self-esteem, if it is hurting your self-esteem, you've got to lower the goal, lower the measurement a little bit. You, maybe you don't have to lower the long-term goal, lower the short-term goal. So it, you know, if you're failing quote unquote on reading a book a week, try a book every other week. If you're failing, I mean, even for the blog, I wanted to do a blog a week and there's no way. Right now, I'm barely sustaining every other week. And when I get to the point where every other week is easy and not crushing my self-esteem because it's struggled, it is a struggle for me to write every day, then I'll maybe do weekly. I, I might not because we have a whole system. But the point is, is that if I started with a blog every other week before I'd ever practiced writing, it wouldn't have worked. So the next level nugget is if your goals are hurting your self-esteem, you need to question the size of them. If you feel good about yourself and you're building self-belief, you're probably in the sweet spot. Just keep cranking. And if you're bored and you're on the other end and your goals are too small and you don't feel ignited, maybe you need to up the ante. I would, my next level nugget would be if, you're, if your short-term goals are too hard, the long-term goal is impossible. Mm-hmm. That would be my, I know that's more of a philosophical thing than a, a tactic, but it would be that. Check in. Check in with... Have I not accomplished many of the goals that I have desired because I didn't approach them correctly? Question before we go. For you, you've achieved things that, quite frankly, at one point you believed weren't possible. Definitely. Particularly with NLPS and how many clients and production company, team members. You started with one, just get one paying client at NLPS. Can you take us through the contrast of that journey, what it's like now versus what it was like in the beginning? Well, in the beginning, I didn't really have any goals. In the beginning, it was like, get another one, get another one, get another one, get another one. I just feel much more on purpose and intentional. It just, it's... And um, what, if, what if back then I had said, okay, you need 12 goals per, uh, or 12, um, 12 clients per quarter? Uh, that would have been hard. It would have been... Yeah, that would have been too much. Yeah, for sure. I, I went from zero to one. So maybe if you said, you need to get one new client each quarter. That probably would have been a good place to start. And then when that became normal, right? you would sit two, yep. and then maybe four, yep. and then maybe eight, yeah. you know, and maybe even that's too fast of a progression. But it started with one. I remember you went to his house three separate times to get the audio to work. Yeah, yeah. Seems to be a trend since no, you're back I'm here. here. No, yeah. Whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes. But it's interesting how you've told me about four new clients we've gotten in the last basically week and a half, hmm. and- for you at the beginning, that was like life changing. The level of goal has to be connected to the level of belief. I believe that now more than ever. Yeah. And the problem is there's a lot of people, I think about it this way. If you and I didn't work together, you might give this episode differently. You might say set massive. 
I would have world shifting, and I genuinely would have. There's nothing and, wrong with that. It's just for certain people that yeah, works. Yeah, for certain people, yeah. that's exactly what they need to hear. But for most people, again, myself included, that never resonated. It's like, all right, we have to get that, or we have to do X amount of workouts, or X amount of episodes, or X amount of group coaching. It's like it's it's really hard to make that land. So when we started group coaching, it was Phil Group One yeah. with ten people, and Kev, you did most of the work on that first one. And now we just surpassed, we just filled our 11th group. And so that's 110 people. A couple of groups had more than mm. one. So it's 115 people or whatever it is. But it's like, if I had started out saying, hey, Kev, Kev, we're going to do, hey, Kev, hey, Kev, <laughs> hey, Kev, we're going to do, can we, you and me in the next, you know, year and a half or whatever it is. No, it's more than a year and a half because I think it's like per quarter. So that means there's 11 groups. So it's almost, holy crap. Almost th- almost three, three years. years? Yeah. Okay, and I said we're going to graduate hundreds of people from this program. Would you have been like, okay, no. man? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have been able to. It doesn't seem real. Okay, it's too far off. I I am going to get better at this with my clients and stuff because Jenna and I talked too, and she said you're the best coach I've ever had. I was so grateful on book club, but I had a real moment of like, I would have said you can get your PhD no problem. It almost would have lessened it, mm. and and obviously I was right, but like, it doesn't work. When you say it too early, yeah. because back then she didn't have as much belief. She's like, well, I believe it now, but if you had told me it back then, it wouldn't have landed. So I'm getting it. It's good. It all makes sense. Next Level Nation, if you are looking for a safe place to share your goals or maybe learn more about what goals you want to set or check in on the progress of other people's goals, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. Link will be in the show notes. And again, it's a safe place for you to be you. It's Interesting how one of the hardest things on the planet is to be ourselves. You can be that in Next Level Nation. If you want to get around more like-minded people, Next Level Nation is the place. We also have monthly meetups every month on purpose. And it's other like-minded people that are trying to learn and grow. Is your mental health hindering your growth? It, it is on August 10th, 2023 at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link will be in the show notes. Check out the landing page. We do these every single month. And there's a little form that you can just put first and last name. I think it's, yeah, full name and then email, and it'll email me and I'll register for you. It is, is your mental health hindering your growth? So if you feel like you're struggling with your mental health, that uh, monthly meetup will be very helpful. Tomorrow for episode number 1,395, it seems like we have been in the 1,300 realm forever, but we will be crossing 1,400 very soon. How to use commitment to your advantage. I know we did an episode on this a minute ago. It was a while. But Alan and I have been using this really well with clients and ourselves, and I've been talking about it on podcasts and get, getting a lot of really good feedback, and we have a, a lot of new listeners, so we want to share that. We will talk about that tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Keep marching towards those quarterly goals. Next Level Nation. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.